0: This episode of the Press World Podcast is brought to you by Out of the Park Baseball 20. The 20th anniversary edition of Out of the Park Baseball is available today worldwide. You can get it on Steam. You can get it directly from us at ootpdevelopments.com. You can get it on EA's Origin. And in a few weeks, if you're an Origin Access Premier subscriber, it'll be part of your subscription. Out of the Park Baseball 20 is the biggest version of Out of the Park Baseball ever made. And that's saying something because this franchise has twice... Won the Metacritic PC Game of the Year. Not Sports Game of the Year. Game of the Year. Twice in the last seven years. Out of the Park Baseball 20s. All sorts of great new stuff, including a whole bunch of new 3D animations. A whole host of new live services for the first time ever. We've got live integrated stat updates based upon what's happening in the real world. You can start the season any day of the year. It's so cool. Never been able to do that. And of course, it's got a new version of Perfect Team. And uh, all new tournaments are coming really soon. And there's a a whole bunch of new content happening with the cards. Man, Out of the Park Baseball 20, just $39.99. Again, get it on Steam. Get it right from us directly at ootpdevelopments.com. Get it from Origin. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We appreciate it. Enjoy the show.
1: Been a while since we last talked rich i know you've had a, a few episodes of the press roll podcast talking about the recent release of mlb the show and uh leading up to the release of mlb the show 19 and, and the reviews and now we're going to talk a little more after we go into some more of the show and your personal experience with it uh get into the first news on madden nfl 20 which is a pretty big deal it seems like it was a bigger splash this year made here coinciding with the NFL draft in uh, revealing some uh, really compelling information about the game. It's not unusual for them to have released some Madden stuff uh, alongside the draft, uh, but usually we don't get a whole lot of substance. And, and we did this year, so we're going to uh, dig into a lot of that a little later. But first, Rich... How you been, man? I'm glad we get another chance to talk.
0: I'm I've been great, Brian. It's great to talk to you. How are you, sir?
1: That's what the world wants to know. How are How is Brian Weidai? No one wants to know. Um, but you know, I have been enjoying quite a few things. Uh, not so much the 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 video games. Uh, that's just hasn't been working for me recently. Uh, I know you're not into it, but uh, you know, I got two. You'll experience the, the Avengers Endgame well, hey, movie. and That's the biggest you know, movie ever.
0: So just, it, you know, who cares uh, whether I'm into it? Everybody boy. is. There's lines around the block. There's, yeah. I mean, you know, people, it's fun. Even though I'm not in that whole thing, it's fun to see people this excited about this, you know? like It's it cool. It's the modern day, you know, when I was a little kid, when Star Wars came out, it's the yeah. modern day Star Wars, you know?
1: It is really, you know, I, I it sounds dramatic, but yeah before in the lead up to it and then and watching it I felt like I was watching the defining entertainment event of my life and uh you know so it's kind of a uh, surreal feeling for that to actually be over but you know it, it it's something I shared with with my daughter for the last decade and we saw all all the movies and we love all the characters and it's just uh really was, has been a remarkable ride and uh you know, maybe one day you'll hop on that train, Rich. You only got 23 to catch up on if you want to be a Marvel fan. Yeah, it's just,
0: you know, I'm not going to rain on anybody's parade. It's it's great that they're so popular. It's just not my thing. But, That's you know, fine. it it's yeah. but so and I'm not being I'm not asking the question facetiously. Like, obviously, with this series being so popular, this is not truly the end. There will be a whole no. new
1: whole new thing. Right. So it is it is not the end of their comic book movies. Absolutely. And and many of the characters continue on, but there's kind of this core, uh, uh core six, uh, I guess you could say, uh, of, of characters that basically started it all and have carried through, carried many of the franchises through. And, uh, and they are kind of closing the book on some of those. And so it's, it's just like in the comic books, the torches get passed and, uh, new storylines open, and you know they'll right. continue it on because obviously right. they're making a billion dollars exactly. on every movie, and then this right. one will make three billion dollars. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. it's it, it's 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 been a blast, and we we had a great we had a great time at that movie. Man, uh, it was really something else. But nice. now on to you, Rich. I know uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about. The, the mode that seems to have captured your uh, your attention with with uh, road to the show or not road to the show, but uh, what is what is the name of that? March to October March to October. Yes Yes. Mar- so March to October. So uh, tell me how have you been doing on that? I know you got your team on a roll. are you are, tell me uh, basically just lay it out. Are yeah. you doing it with the Mets? And then where are you at? Okay.
0: Yeah. So um, it's the only thing I've played. I've had the game since a few days after it came out. I didn't have it right at launch. And it's the only thing I've played. And right now, as I speak to you, um, my New York Mets are leading two games to nothing in the World Series over the New York Yankees. And it is the bottom of the seventh in game three. And the Mets are leading two nothing in that. So I am... I am very close to winning the World Series, Brian. I just, I did not have the time today to do it. I don't know exactly how much time I put in. I would say probably about eight hours, could be nine or 10. But um, it's uh, March to October is fantastic. And I started it on rookie mode. I'm like, look, I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody. I have struggled playing the show uh, in the last couple of years. Well, I have struggled hitting in the show. I haven't struggled pitching or fielding, but I've struggled hitting in the show for years. Uh, March to October is meant for somebody like me. Uh, I've played, I've put in my time. I have played full 162 game seasons many times in the past in the show. So um, it's not like I got to put in the time. The time has been placed. And uh, March to October is great, like the regular season where you, you 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 parachute in into some games and you play just the the full team from uh, late inning on, put into a certain situation, or other times when you are playing as a single a single individual player, having that experience as a you know hitter and fielder uh, and base runner, and a couple times during the season I got brought into butting no hitters both of which I blew in very ordinary fashion by giving up singles like within one or two hitters. Uh, and it just a real fun uh, experience in the regular season. There, it's very different to play March to October because you're not controlling the rosters and the lineups. You're just, it's, there, there's none of that going on outside just playing the games and the scenarios. And I didn't really realize it yeah. For a while and I'm totally fine with it. It's just, I, you have to remind yourself and you have to let yourself go. Like at a certain point in the season, they're like, Hey, you know, do you want to make a trade to, to boost your pennant chances? And it wasn't, you didn't get to pick
1: exactly who
0: you were going to hey, give up and hey, you
1: got GM, a go make a deal
0: right it's just like yeah. oh well you could get this guy and you could give up some of these guys and you know like three of the guys were like the the mets top three prospects so i'm thinking well i don't want to do that but then on the other hand i'm like well after this i'm not going to be playing it anyway like it doesn't go on for multiple seasons so like actually i should go get get you know andrelton simmons as my my shortstop for example for for a couple of the prospects and things like that so it's just it's a It's a real fun, interesting way to play the show in a meaningful way and still feel like you have agency into what's going on. And and as you do well, you get increases in in how your team will perform when you're not playing. And it doesn't skip that much. It's like it doesn't go weeks at a time. But sometimes it's a couple of days. Sometimes it's like three or four days. you know, and as you do well or do poorly, you'll get on hot streaks or losing streaks. Now in mine, again, I'm playing on rookie and it, and that allows me to do two things. Number one, dominate pitching. I just, you know, because so you world, can hit
1: on rookie, you can, hit I on can, rookie.
0: at not at first, like I was having a hard time hitting, but now I'm hitting, uh-huh. right. It's taken me to this point to where I can now, you know, I've, I've trained myself to, to wait for the right pitch and not by the way, not all the time, but like on a I'm confident now basically and and in in the playoffs you basically start every game in the 5th inning or the 6th inning with a score tied nothing nothing like it's been that in almost every time um I I I've gotten into it like in the regular season it, it really does vary pretty widely the scenarios but once you get to the playoffs it's like all right it's the 5th inning and it's nothing nothing go ahead and it was like that, you know, like once or twice, it was like, oh, I was down one nothing. I was up one nothing. But, you know, it, it gets much more traditional in the playoffs. Really, again, the only thing is that you just start three or four or five innings in. Um, and I've just been I've gotten to the point now where, uh, you know, as as I have just played a bunch of the regular games in a row uh, in the playoffs, I've gotten really good at hitting and and, and I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to win the world series and that's going to be fun. And then I'm going to start another March to October immediately afterwards with a very different team. And I'm going to pump it up to the next level. And I'm going to see what my experience is because even though I had a hard time hitting for quite a lot of the season, it was on rookie and I was able to just destroy the, the opposition pitching. So I still won a lot, you know, the, the Mets won the division. We won like 105 games, you know, really sort of top of the, of the, of the scale of, you know, plausible bordering on implausible, uh, you know, number of wins. Uh, and, uh, so, you know, it's, it'll be much more interesting to see what happens And you know, if, if I go badly, okay, that's all right. It almost like that's okay. Like I've been, able, I went in on rookie, I'm going to win a world series, had a lot of fun, yeah, let's give it a go. I really I got to figure out what team I want to do. Do I want to be an American League team? I mean, I'm not going to repeat it as the Mets. I just did it. Do mm-hmm. I want to be an American League team? Do I want to be a good team? Do I want to be, be a bad team? I should probably be a good team because I'm bumping it up. and It's going to take me a while to learn how to hit again. So, but I, I just love it. I, I'm ha- I had a great time. It's really fun to play both on the treadmill and like as the oh you know got a half an hour before bed kind of a game. Um, yeah. It's really wonderful. I love it. And again, as soon as I'm done with my rookie Mets, I'm going to do my whatever, you know, pro mode, whatever team. I'm just going to jump right back into a new one.
1: Yeah. Seems to be really well received. Uh, You don't, you you don't like, like you're explaining, you don't need to make a big commitment and, uh, and you don't really need to take it all that seriously. Uh, There's some flawed concepts involved in everything, but uh, it it just for seems like for the first something. year
0: it's so good, yeah. Right, like it, it, certainly there's a lot of little things that I could, you know, have criticisms with, right? Um, lots and lots of them. Um, but for the very first shot at it, it's better than it probably should be. You know, it's really hard to sort of figure out well what is this how long is this going to take what's the right amount of time to take what's the right number of scenarios you know like there's a lot going on in here so for yeah it it's for the first go round of it i'm that's another reason i'm so impressed because it could have gone a lot a lot worse i think
1: what does it say that it's the only thing you're playing is that is are you only playing that because that's all you want to play? Or is it a time commitment thing? Or is it, it just, it's the only thing that really intrigued you with the well, product?
0: You know, it's, it's current, right? The new baseball season is here. The Mets are, are a little better than okay to start the season. You know, they're hanging around first place, a game up, a game back, that kind of thing. Um, obviously I'm playing a lot of out of the park. I'm streaming that. So, you know, baseball, 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 right? So, and, and, and here this March to October thing is it really does a wonderful job of sort of bringing me in. Like it just, it brings me in. It has brought me in so nicely. So it's been the thing that I played. I've been dabbling in a few other things, but like And that's because after 30 to 45 minutes of playing it, I'm good. Like, I don't grind two hours in in this thing. It's like. That's not what it's built for. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's like after 40, like my treadmill is 46 minutes. Like, that's what I do. I do three miles in 46 minutes. And I'm, you know, and what's great about it, Brian, is like, you know, it's an underappreciated thing. But wherever you are in whatever scenario, you can quit, save and exit. So that when you come back in, it's right where you were. Like, it's not like you got to finish the game. Um, That save and exit feature is great. So I get, you know, I'll usually get one, maybe two uh, of the scenarios knocked out in 46 minutes. And then again, for another half hour at the end of the night, it's just that currency. And the fact that it's so good. I mean, you know, it, it goes without saying, but MLB, the show looks just beautiful. You know, I'm playing it on PS4 Pro. A big old tv that you recommended i get and it's just it's a wonderful experience and march to october is really just you know i'm playing it because it grabbed me and uh it's got me to where i'm going to do at least one more and i have literally not touched any other part of the show brian not yeah. anything and it's not a knock on anything else i'm like this is just good like I can play two or three or four seasons of this with two or three or four teams on different difficulties and really, you know, and if, and if, and if I don't win the world series, well, okay, oops, no big deal. You know, it's cool.
1: It's interesting to me that March to October is basically trying to achieve the same thing that uh, other sports games are trying to achieve with their story modes or their career modes adding that that narrative into a a playable experience making something that's more brief like i said less of a commitment but still fulfilling and uh, they may have the formula for something that actually works better than uh, many of those attempts uh, that we've seen from other sports games yeah. You know, for example, if we want to shift to Madden NFL Twenty right now, Madden's introducing uh, kind of a rebooted Superstar mode, which so good at least at least from the description sounds kind of similar to March October. Now you're not controlling the whole team, but again you're back to controlling a player, but with a storyline swirling around you, with kind of a, a a a path to take along the way, and it's that same thing. It's uh, you know. With Ultimate Team even, which is people commit their time and we want to take advantage of that in different ways instead of the traditional manners, the traditional franchise mode, the traditional online games, those things that take up a lot of time. Uh, so they're providing different types of uh, uh, more condensed experiences. And uh, it's just who gets the formula right. And it seems like the show is on to something there with that. And we'll have to see now what Madden's going to do. Did you want to talk Madden now, Rich? Yeah, let's do it. I'm- All right, so Madden NFL 20, this is exciting news for me. It's really the first news on any sports game that's coming later this year because we've still, after the show, we've still got a gap, the normal gap that you would have uh, in summer uh, unless there was something like a UFC game or a boxing game or a a golf game, something that kind of fills the gap. But the the major league license games are – the show and then long gap until the fall and then everything. Uh, So we got the first uh, news on Madden NFL 20 and uh, it's in advance here. We know EA play uh, has taken over at least for the company uh, instead of doing E3. And we're getting a lot on Madden here. Well before EA play uh, about a month and a half or so now. Uh, And they're, going to be rolling out even more details and all these things in the lead up to EA play. So it's a, it's a lot of info. I think Madden, I don't know how you feel, Rich. I think Madden needed to do something that, that kind of drew people back in. And this, some of this may do it. And certainly involving colleges is a, is a play that they have done marginally before but more so nba 2k has done and we'll 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 talk about that in a little bit and uh and what it means if anything as far as college sports games go because there are some developments on that end uh also um so let's just first news madden patrick mahomes is on the cover absolutely no surprise there i don't know how anyone could have thought any player in the league would be a more likely cover candidate than Patrick than your MVP Patrick Mahomes. Um, and uh, we've got a release date, Rich, which is super early, super early, August second for the standard edition, July thirtieth. Yep, for the uh, superstar edition, which is eighty bucks, or the ultimate superstar edition, which is a hundred bucks with a bunch of extra content, primarily Ultimate Team. I have not researched this, but I can't remember. You know, Madden for a long time did release in early August. I don't remember if Madden ever released in July because they're when back, back. in those days, right? Back in those days, we had a college football game. Yep. Uh, that they didn't want to want it to bump into. So uh, they're now moving further and further back now to the end of July, which is pretty interesting. And I, I wonder if that does have something to do with the college side of things but um so they're jumping on that and then uh, we got the the news on single player career campaign mode which you know i don't know how to describe this what what seems to be a rebooted superstar mode they call it a career mode it sounds kind of like a story mode kind of like long shot we long shots over i'm sure they wanted to transition into a different type of narrative experience and that's what it seems to be here where you're creating a quarterback it's just a quarterback you're not you don't get to choose what uh what position but you're creating them you're playing in the college football playoffs which is licensed just the college football playoffs doesn't mean anything about college football other than the logos and uh uh, maybe maybe we'll see the stadiums i'm not sure we'll be involved uh you'll, you'll have the logos on the uniforms you'll have the logos on the field and all that kind of stuff Um, and there are 10 college teams licensed for this, uh, Texas Tech, Clemson, Oregon, LSU, Florida, Florida State, Texas, Miami, USC, and Oklahoma. So some pretty, pretty big, uh, universities. They're pretty big, well-known for their, their college football programs.
0: I mean, there's no Alabama, so,
1: you know, there's no Alabama. If I remember right, Alabama is one of the, uh, one of the schools that was, Uh, the first ones to really kind of drop out on ea uh ohio state university of washington was another that was that that had some public chatter back in the days of course rich of the ed o'bannon lawsuit and the eventual settlement from ea sports which we've talked about at length on the podcast many times before Uh, so we won't go too much really into the legalities and everything but they're there. There's 10 colleges in there. It's something EA can promote. It's something a lot of people are excited about. Um, before we we talk about what it means to the game, I just want to say I don't think this means anything as far as some people ask, uh, is, this, is this an indication that they're getting closer to bringing a college football game back? Then no. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it uh, is. No, it's not, Rich. Yes, it is. Why do you not, say that?
0: Not in the sense like this means college football is coming back. No. Right but in the sense of maintaining that you know maintaining that connection with fans okay right like yeah. this definitely does that because now you're going to be in a small scale way but in a real way you're going to be playing licensed college football that's a big deal symbolically if if not even from a asset you know, management perspective, just by putting together what they have to put together, something resembling a college football experience okay. mm-hmm. is probably if there ever is a time that they would be able to make another college football game or some bigger college football experience, this is probably going to help that happen too. So I, you know, I, I think that this is more than more than, a. I think it's a big deal.
1: Okay. Um, I don't really disagree with you on, on those points. Uh, they, I do see the, the worth, uh, in keeping that connection, keeping it relevant, keeping people think, uh, associating EA sports with college football. Yeah. Because to- also
0: Brian, sorry to cut you yep. off, but like, you know, what, what, what this also does is it raises the specter That this is something if if this is going to be done, it's going to have to be a labor of love by people at EA Sports. You know what I mean? Like no matter what, like a a new college football game is not going to come back and become bigger than NBA 2K or bigger than Madden or bigger than FIFA. Right. So like even economically, it's got a lot stacked against it. So Mm -hmm. I think this also, you know makes it clear that there are people at ea who really want to make college football because this wouldn't happen if that weren't the case too so that's something else like this no matter what the college football game is gonna it's gonna have to be a labor of love like ea's ea sports is kind of the only people who could even think about doing it at this
1: point. oh yeah for sure uh I, i think there's a couple points to to make in that area though this isn't the first time EA has involved college football teams in Madden, right? Two years ago in Madden, Madden NFL 18, you had Oregon and Texas, two of the very same teams that are along uh, on board for Madden 20. Oregon and Texas were involved in Madden 18, and in long shot, in the story, uh, and some flashbacks, you could play with those teams. Well, not. Of course, we're talking about teams as far as uniforms go. You're not playing with the real players. You're not playing with their coaches. You're not playing with um, offensive or defensive schemes that are associated with those uh, schools. Very generic, right? And uh, again, in in long shot, as in this mode, you're controlling just one player. So you're not going out there and you're you're not going to play a game with Texas against LSU. You know, you're not playing what you could most people would think of as college football. You're playing. All right. I'm the quarterback. Maybe it's just scenarios. Maybe it's full games. I don't know, but, uh, it's limited. It's very going to be very limited. Uh, but Madden 18 already did it with two, two colleges. They've just expanded to 10. Now look back on NBA 2K 16, which had, I believe eight colleges involved in their story mode. NBA 2K 17 took that to 10, uh, Again, does not mean college basketball games are coming back. We we um, we had this kind of similar discussion, Rich, about how uh, as far as what would what would make more sense, creating a, a college basketball product within the pro games or creating a totally separate college product on its you know, oh, on its own. Yeah, I uh, don't
0: know. It's 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 like you look, know again. Yeah,
1: Go Madden ahead. Madden has struggled in sales. It's it's tailed off uh, in the last decade. Uh, it, it's a shrinking consumer base. Now they're spending more money within the game, but it's still, they're selling fewer copies. What would bring back people more? Having kind of an NCAA football within Madden, uh, which this isn't yet, but maybe one day they would do that Or or having a separate $60 game. Um, there's a lot of flexibility they could do it makes on that on that um discussion i i'm thinking more in terms of uh, nba 2k because a college basketball game is not nearly as viable as a college football game but um this is just uh, kind of another step towards that where while you know madden's been slipping a little bit what will get people back right what if we promote college football within madden also and that would uh get it a lot of attention maybe it's hasn't had in in recent years but it's a it's an interesting um, development Uh, i just i don't think it's a step towards anything necessarily but it's uh it like you said it does show that it's still relevant within the studio it's still relevant for consumers because if people didn't care about college football and video games they wouldn't have done this this wouldn't be in madden right it's because people still talk about it
0: Absolutely. And because a whole bunch of people that were makers of NCAA are still there and working on the Madden team and mm-hmm. and want to bring it back. Right. So definitely it's in that studio's DNA, you know, and, and you think about it like, you know, again, the next year, the next two years, the next three years, things are going to look relatively similar to how they look right now when it comes to how, you know, an annual sports game on the consoles are delivered. But at some point, you know, as, as whatever the next version of EA access is, you know, and, and games come and go out of it, like, you know, the lines start to blur or can start to blur on annual titles versus, you know, if you just have college football and maybe that becomes part of a service, uh, you know, oriented, uh, you know, offering, you know, Hmm. lots of, lots of, lots of, it could happen in lots of ways. I think the, the, and this is a techni- technical question that that obviously we'd have no idea about. But I'm really interested because no matter what, it's going to take a lot of art assets to make anything resembling a modern college football. You know, the stadiums like you forget or I mean, you don't forget. But, you know, those college football games, the number of real stadiums with the real layouts and, and all the, the authentic everything was staggering like that. Matt college football every year just had an amazing amount of stadiums and chants and band fight songs and all sorts of stuff. Like you played in different buildings and in, in college football, and it felt very different. Um, you know that that that'll be the biggest thing. I'm interested technolo- technology wise, like how easy or difficult would it be to to adjust whatever the current version of the Madden engine is to make college, you know, is it truly scalable? Or would it be a much bigger sort of under the cover sort of effort to, to make a modern day one? That's something I I don't know. I would I would hope it's the former, not the latter, because that would go, again, a long way to making it economically viable for them to to re- rebuild. Because as you pointed out, Brian, a number of times, it's not just like, oh, OK, when the whenever the lawsuit gets settled yeah. and if it does get settled in a way that means that the games can be made again, you know, it's not like. EA can snap their fingers and boom, they got a college football game. Like it's going to take a lot to ramp up no matter how, you know, how they've been able to, to, to do a little bit in these games, you know, the, (laughs) you know, it'll be fascinating to see if they even make the decision to do it, if they can.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there's avenues through legislation, there's avenues through the courts, uh, that are making their way through and we're still really years away from anything Definitive happening. Uh, But going back to the way these teams or schools are utilized, we also had, so in the case of Madden 18, uh, Oregon and Texas, they were able to use those uniforms in Ultimate Team, right? Uh, So I imagine the same thing will happen here. So it's just a a little added flavor for those modes. Um, And in 2K, they took those teams and created classic all-time teams uh for those schools so they can get creative with the college stuff but again you're not going to have real players you're not going to have roster editing uh abilities um you're you're not going to be able to play them in a normal play now setting i wouldn't think so so temper expectations a little bit but i mean i'd rather have colleges in madden than none at all exactly
0: just you know what that's 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 my attitude is this is great, right? Like whether the actual final delivered product is great. That's not what I'm saying. It could be. Don't know. But just this is great. Like how fun is this? Wait, I can step into a BCS title game or wait, sorry, the college football championship title game or the semifinal. I don't know if they get to play one or two games. I I get to pick my school. What's that? I would think too if it's the yeah.
1: playoff. Otherwise, guess, it's just the right. championship.
0: Good point, right? I get to pick a school from a bunch of real schools, you know. Again, no Alabama doesn't make any sense, but anyway, right? They're too and expensive, then to,
1: I bet. Or you they don't be, didn't want to be involved. I mean, there these uh, these te- There's a reason why there's only ten teams, is because they can't sign everybody, whether it's for money reasons, or uh, or because those those schools don't want to be involved until uh, legal. Uh, Threats are no longer an issue, and right. so, uh, Alabama and 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 many others don't want any involvement in this. Yeah. Um, but these teams uh, or these schools are apparently open to it, which is cool.
0: But again, in like in the March to October, like it's a new fun way to play something where it's meaningful. This is a new fun way to play. You're a quarterback. You get to play a couple of college football games. You get to get drafted. You know, it's very football Madden oriented. Like you know, you're not doing you know, one-off strange little things like, you know, there were, you know, legitimate complaints about in, in long shot, right? This seems like it's going to follow a bit more of a traditional approach, but, you know, you'll do training. And like, to me, again, this just, this sounds like it's a really good idea. Someone's like, hey, what if we did this and they, they iterated on it and they came up with something cool? Like, I really love everything about it. Again, I'm not saying everything about it is going to be great, but it's just, it's original. It's thought provoking, you know, having the real colleges in there and is great letting you pick, you know, your college. Like there's just a lot that I love about this and I'm happy that this is something that they're doing. And again, you you can't look at this and say, you know, not that I or you ever do. But, you know, this just shows that they're they're trying, they're putting in efforts to Make the game interesting to people in different ways, whether it's to get new players or to re-energize their player base. And I, I love it.
1: So the other, uh, the other kind of big feature that they revealed is called uh, Superstar X-Factor. And this is, <laughs> as, as far as I can remember, as long as I can remember uh player differentiation has been something i've always looked for more out of and they've done a, a, a an admirable job with representing that over the years whether it's through ratings or uh, special abilities and, and things of that nature that they can apply to to each individual and uh they're doing more of that here i'll i'll, I'll read the description uh there's a total of 50 superstar x factor players and there's Thirty additional superstar players, uh, and and what what happens is they end up uh, utilizing through um, the way they're playing, uh, they they can uh, obtain special abilities or or you or uh, put those special abilities on display, and it says when certain objectives are met, and basically the idea is. That they wanted to make the superstars of the NFL feel and play differently than the the average players or the the you know j- they just want to separate them out a little more, and and I think that's great. You see too much. Uh, there's games that are known for this, like NHL, where everyone basically feels and performs the same. Uh, so they're trying to to again push the gap a little bit. And I think that is also something that's fun. You, you almost see more of that, Rich, uh, that differentiation if you play the game. And we, if we go back to this uh, topic we had, where if you play the game on arcade mode versus uh, simulation, where you you can have more fun with that, where guys do... Sometimes... Oh. <laughs> I wonder, sometimes it's like simu- the idea of a simulation buttons things down because when you watch an actual... NFL game, when you watch an actual NBA game, you always have those wow moments. You're like, how did they do that? And, and they don't program those things in most of the time.
0: Arcade is the only way for me to play Madden these days. That could change with the next version of the game. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's why I started on rookie on MLB, the show road, uh, you know, March, to October. I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to catch the world on fire. I'm just trying to have a little fun and experience this game without you know having to be consistently challenged at my stick skills, at least not right away. and uh, so that that's
1: that's the the correlate, you know you know it goes back to that whole idea of uh, um, like your personal stick skills versus the the players on the field and their ratings and like should, because you have a, a 99 rated you know, superstar let's say let's just say at receiver um, let's say Antonio Brown should he do things for you should he do them for you right should he be able to do things uh, and exceed maybe your personal level of play or should it all be based on your personal skill level and that's a debate you have in areas like eSports where they want to create that competitive balance but to me if, if the players don't Play like themselves. If they aren't giving you some sort of edge, and uh, then what's the point? Like then we're all just playing with the same flat ratings, and and uh, it's just that to me is boring. I think I think there should be that differentiation, and you should see uh, guys do things that are special and that are unique to them. And I hope that's what that this helps bring through.
0: Yeah, me too. And and again, that's why I play in arcade and on Madden nowadays. Because I can throw a pass, and if I don't throw it perfectly, my receiver can still go up there and get it. And, I don't know, it, I can run some more, and you know, my guys make better plays. And, and when I'm playing Simulation Madden, and it's me, it's not anyone else's fault but mine, as I've talked about on the show, I'm just not interested in spending the time it takes to get really good at Madden. I'm just not. <laughs> you know, it's it it's more than I'm willing to do for that game at that time. Yeah, I've been doing Pro Evo and FIFA though. For that's where I've been putting my my time, you know, longer term in those in those games. I have felt like it, you know. Again, all I'm doing is playing on Pro in those games, and it's very different. Though, you know, FIFA Pro Evo are very different games, uh, you know. But from you know, that would have been unthinkable seven, eight, nine years ago for me to, you know, have that be the sort of games where I did feel like investing the time to get good so but on arcade it's just a blast it's it's sort of maddeningly to me yeah. it's a madden for me and i'm okay with that i'm totally okay with that you know if i find playing you on arcade mode that's that's okay like i it works both ways but yeah. uh, there's a lot more chances to have fun
1: So, uh, additional information on these features. Face of the franchise, the career mode is is May 2nd. May 9th is the Superstar X-Factors we were just talking about. Um, May 16th, Ultimate Team. Then May 23rd, Legacy Gameplay Fixes. May 30th, the Mobile Madden. And then you have uh, EA Play, where I would imagine they would reveal something else about the game, which, which could be exciting if they're getting this stuff out of the way first and that we're actually pretty excited for for what they've introduced. to do so it's a good sign um anything else rich we'll get out of here
0: just that again i'm yep. happy with the direction for madden happy
1: with it from what i've seen well it could be it could be i think uh the last two years stagnated a little bit uh, the the story mode helped helped in some regard and they, they did some good things for franchise mode last year but i the enthusiasm around the series, I think they need a shot in the arm. And, and these two things, I think, are a pretty good start in that uh, direction. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. So we'll get back together, Rich, here once we get uh, more info on Madden or more info on the games coming up. We've also got a th- few topic ideas to hit up when, when we get to them on, on future episodes with with some guests. I think it'll be fun. Uh, until then, Rich Grisham. Thank you very much for joining me, Brian Wiedey, Pasta Padre, here with the Press Row Podcast. Uh, We'll be back in the near future. Thank you.